Eulalia. Don't you mean Eulalia? No, Eulalia. What did I say? You Eulalia? Yeah, same thing. Sure, why not? Hit the theme music. that book or something yes uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> all right uh welcome dear listener readers hello everyone to slow readers your weekly fast-paced literature podcast brought to you by tough count radio here the conversation is always on books it's always on taking a moment to sip your drink it's always on words on the page it's always swallowing that drink it's always on page on the words it's always on literature and this is a show. That's a great name. If you met someone named Paige and you had her do a literature show, you'd call it Paige on the Words. Page on the words? Yeah. Uh, is that can, too witty? Well, her... Oh, it's not witty. If her name is Paige, you can come up with a million things. But I like Page on the words. Page on the words? Okay. Why uh, not Why not an, another page of the book or, you know... Page put, Master t- t- 2 the, turning, starring Macaulay Culkin. Turning the page. Page Master 2 starring Macaulay Culkin. turning the page. Well, whatever. Anyway, so this is a literature podcast. Yes, we um, are the only <laughs> explicit literature comedy podcast Fuck on yeah. the fucking market. Uh-huh. We are explitterate. We are explitterate as fuck. Those guys at Overdue can suck a fat one. Uh-huh. And I listened to one of the latest episodes. How was it? It was on the, uh, the uh, what's it called? Like the Ballad of Songbirds and or Snakes and Songbirds. It's a prequel to the, the Hunger Games trilogy. Oh, sure. Whatever. Yeah. I, I like those guys. Uh, have you ever listened to it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I remember the one episode I listened to, they were like, they went on a long tangent about bumping into people on the subway. And I'm like, what is this? Slow readers? <laughs> they <laughs> wish. <laughs> they wish. Yeah. They can't say fuck. They can't say fuck. Do they say fuck? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. They're, mm. they're, they're very, they're, yeah, they're very, very aware of everything around them at all times. That's to, fair. To a point where it can be kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, and I got really sick of the one guy's vocal tick. Because the one guy he talks to here, then he whatnot? always goes down here when okay. he talks. Like, I can't even replicate it, but, like, he'll mm-hmm. do he'll do at least one episode. Because he starts up here, but every time he starts explaining something, he always kind of ends up that's, that's, drawing it That's out bad mic here. conduct. I think you and I have very consistent voices. I know, no. Honestly, like, after listening to that, I'm just like, you know what? We sound fucking great. <laughs> yeah, we're that awesome duo of a alto, a soprano saxophone, and a kazoo. Yeah. Speaking of which, awesome dude with an awesome vocal range. You, what are you? My name is Freddie Merck. Um, My name is Gabe Mara. I'm a comedian every now and again. I'm a writer and a podcast producer. And coming soon, Lord help us, come see me at the bar at Oyster House for a nice fine cocktail. Hey. Co-host, who are you? Also, happy birthday to uh, uh, Freddie Mercury. It was uh, September 5th? Or fourth? Oh, was it? I yeah, is, is that what you're not referencing? No. Oh, it was his birth. Uh, it's his, like his birthday or something. You're talking about vocal range, so I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I got it. no. Yeah. It's, bir- it's birthday. Well, cool. Well, well, happy birthday, Freddie. Coincidentally, uh, I am Daniel Gonzalez, an Gosh. author of. No, I'm sorry, an audio producer, editor, writer, <laughs> and an author of speculative fiction. What are you apologizing to? It's your own intro. Yeah, I know, but I messed it up. Um, I apologize to myself for not getting it right the first time. And if you like us, if you like this nonsense, if you've been with us for 175 episodes Mm -hmm. and still haven't given us a review on iTunes, please do it right now. Go to Apple Podcasts and write us a review on this show. We need your reviews more than anything else. And even more than that, we love reading them. They're so much fun. Yeah. And, you know, you can't hurt our feelings despite all our joking. We will feed you lines. Like, here's one. Yes. Three out of five stars. Mm Mm-hmm. What a drag. Yeah. Here's another one. One star. I love it. Uh, here's here's another one. One star. Wish I could give it zero stars. Here's one last one. Five stars. Uh, moderately entertaining. There you go. And whatnot. And whatnot. 
which is mine. <laughs> yes. Wait, and so no new reviews, Daniel? Oh, uh, no, no reviews. God I damn just, it, I guys. I just it earlier today. Um, we Ga- need you. Please do this. And Gabriel, so the, yeah, this is a show about books. Uh, yeah, and sure also, is. And also, unlike the overdue uh, uh, dudes, um, we fucking... The overdudes? We keep, we, the overdudes. Yeah. Uh, we keep calling each other by our names. Yeah. So, like, I had, I still don't fucking know their names. I, I looked it up last time when we Didn't talked we about Didn't we decide they're, like, Chad and Jared? Yeah, it's, it's something like... It's something... It's either Jared, Harris... Yeah. Uh, 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 Steve? Tark? Tark? No. No, not no, Tark? No, no, no. Plain. It's, like, oh. Dave. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Mike? Um, Jellicle? Jellicle? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Simple four-letter dude names, like yeah. Jellicle. Yeah. I'm a Jellicle cat. Je- Jellicle, Jellicle cats. Cat. We're like the cats to do the dancing and we do some stuff. So, okay, bro. Yes, Daniel. We are, this is our second entry mm-hmm. into our short-running series yeah. on the books of Redwall. We're calling it Red Wallflowers. Red Wallflowers. Are we? I don't know. Okay. We hadn't before. No, we hadn't called anything else. We should call it Red Wall Around Me. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but uh, it, I similarly pulled it out of my ass. Sure, that's fair. It's going to be something. I think mine was more charming. Yeah. Um, so, like, the, so yeah, last time, uh, two episodes ago, we covered the first book, Red Wall. Yeah. Uh, and this time, we're jumping way ahead in the future. Yeah. Both of us have had read uh, not only, like, a bunch of Red Wall books in the past, but also we had both read uh, Red Wall, the first book. Yes. Daniel, is this when we read The Antepenultimate? Uh no, this is this is the faf <coughs> the fifth last one. The faf last one. This came out in two thousand five, uh, uh, two years. The year we were born. The yeah, the year I was born. But uh, it, it was the it was the book before Eulalia. 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 Eulalia sounds so much easier. It's I just like heard malaria. that. I just heard that bulb fuck fucking say it out loud. He yeah. Screamed it like that. For those who are unaware, Daniel listens to the audiobook while oh, um, and no, in my uh, favorite corner, uh-huh. Daniel in Daniel's gaming corner. What were what video game were you playing while you listened to the audiobook of Redwall? Uh, well, I finally uh, bought and uh, was playing The Forest, mm. um, which is not the best thing to do to, like playing anything because that's a very engaging game. Yeah, believe so, it. So um, but yeah, I'll get to that. In a but I, uh, I was listening to the audiobook. Mm. Uh, Gabriel, I don't want to go too on. Uh, I, I was kind of like, I was watching uh, an interview with oh. Brian Jakes, the oh, cool. author of the Redwall series, every Old single Jakey. one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are 22 books. He was born in Liverpool, England. He was born in, what, 1939 and died in 2011. Mm, good uh, run. He was literally writing until the day he died. Oh, wow. Like, he, he, like the last book came out posthumously. He died, like, pen in hand. He died pen in hand saying, the mm-hmm. end. And he had, like, like, the last words were like, please help me. Martin the Warrior standing behind me holding a sword over my head. Yeah, that's a reference to Conan the Barbarian and, and Robert E. Howard. Robert E. Howard, yeah. Right, Howard yeah. E. Roberts? No, Robert E. Howard, that's Robert right. Robert E. Howard. Uh, but yeah, just some real fa- uh, quick notes on this. Uh, Please yeah, do. He was born in Liverpool. Like, he was, like, close to, a- to the same ages as, like, the Beatles. So, oh, wow. like, uh, I think the... That's um, really wild to think about. Yeah. Uh, well, you f- I figure Liverpool must be pretty small or whatever. Um, and the one thing where it intersects is that, uh, that the there's a teacher who worked at a school who uh, Jake's, like, previously had and, like, was affiliated with when he, like, grew old or whatever. Um, so when uh, Brian Jakes was forcibly uh, telling his uh, fucking animal murder stories... Yeah. To, uh, Frequently uh, gory ones. For, yeah, very, very gory. We'll get to that in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, to, like, a bunch of, uh, like, a school for the blind, I think it was. Um, ba- like, this teacher, like, discovered him. I was like, oh, my God, can I send this to my publisher? That was, like, also the t- former teacher of, I think, Paul McCartney and George Harrison. That's really wild. So, yeah, that's how that... Uh... Just the idea that they shared space. Yeah. In the same time. Because, again, like, Liverpool can't be that big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we are in sunny Studio City, Los Angeles. I'm sure maybe... A big city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe within our, in our complex, there's a star. 
Maybe it's us. Maybe it's us. Could be us. <laughs> it's us. We're stars already. <laughs> Check out our OnlyFans. Check out our OnlyFans. We have one I between wish. the two of us. I wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, speaking of Liverpool, like here's an interesting uh, taste of the Liverpool the puds. mindset. Um, both like he has two kids. One of them became like essentially like a bricklayer, and oh, the cool. other one and the other one became like a professor of art. <laughs> cool. Which is like probably the most Liverpool thing in the world. Yeah. That you adds know. Up. Yeah. Uh, but real, uh, some little, some little details about that is that speaking of which, I was, I, I started watching um like a forty minute interview with Brian Jakes that came out in two thousand seven talking about Eulalia. Okay. Um, and it, and like, yeah, I'm so used to his voice, none of it's surprising, and he looks just like that dude on the back of the cover. Yeah, he looks like an old sailor man. He looks like an old sailor man. Um, but uh, yeah, he also thanks by the way his uh, his old fashioned like Liverpool work ethic mm-hmm. for the fact that like he just was always writing. He fucking churned and burned a how many words per book, Daniel? Approximately. Yeah, like every each of these books is rough, is like somewhere between like like ninety to like one hundred ten thousand words. A ninety thousand book word book a year. Yeah, like it's like every year, every other year, like he was turning them out pretty quickly. I, I, I looked at them. I'm pretty sure one came out every year. It, it, close to it. Like, like for example, I know that uh, uh, one of those things is that Hyrule Lane came out in 2005. It is the 18th book to come out, and also chronologically is the 18th book. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the the basically the books that were coming out towards the end of his life, like they weren't like kind of jumping through time. They were kind yeah. of just going forward. I think one of the last ones um, that went back in time was like the Legend of Luke, something like that. And that was that wasn't like one of the last ones. No, that was that came out like around 2002. And this again was the fifth last book. Yeah. Um. And uh, and yeah, uh, here's a good dad joke uh, from Brian Jakes, who oh, by great. the way I talked about this last time is that. Another Liverpool thing that he did was that, like, he dropped out of school at, like, excuse me, uh, 15 or whatever, uh-huh. and he became a fucking sailor. He became a fucking sailor, man. Which is why there's a lot of, like, sailing and pirates and this, sure. including his one other series, the, the... The Flying Dutchman? The Flying Dutchman one, whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, Westermark. Which is a trilogy. Uh, <laughs> Westermark. Not to be confused with the uh, old Philly boy. Yeah, Lloyd Alexander, who somehow, again, is not British. <laughs> His name is Lloyd Alexander. He's and, not British. Yeah, somehow. He's from Philadelphia. And he writes about Welsh like lore. Yeah. Okay, so good dad joke from Brian Jakes. Uh, mm. Big fan of pirates. Oh, really? What's a pirate's favorite animal? What, Daniel? The aardvark. Oh, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. But you, you know that really good one? Um, what's the pirate's favorite letter? What's that? Letter R. No, it's the C. Okay. I like that one better because I'm yeah. assuming everyone thinks it's letter R. Right? Yeah, that's okay. the joke. Because like you, you said, what's that? And I'm like, you're supposed to guess R. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's why I said it because I was like, oh, you're waiting for me. Yeah. <laughs> I need to fill it in. Um, mm-hmm. there was there's another yeah, but apparently like listening to like the thing, he's boring because he's so fucking good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's like he's like he's a guy. He loves telling. He's he likes writing these fucking uh uh, uh these a- these stories about fucking warrior animals fighting each other. Um, they're good and evil. Good is always good. Evil is always evil. Yeah. There's it's violent. Uh, good characters are killed. Mm-hmm. Bad characters are killed. Yeah. Some are main some have their faces torn off yeah um this one was gorier than i remember oh i never read this one to be fair yeah uh, so like yeah that's the so that's he loves and like essentially like he just he's like yes i like this it's a good life and you're like yeah yeah i fucking bet it is asshole i bet it's awesome telling you this rad beloved books that are selling incredibly well yeah i bet he like wakes up every day he woke up every day like boy what a good day i'm gonna churn out about two thousand words what a a good day to be brain jakes (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna have me some blood pudding you want to hear his voice one second um I don't know. You ever heard his voice? I think so. Okay. I feel like I had to have YouTubed his voice at some time. Uh, yeah. Because I, I remember specifically, like, like me, when I'm 
a little bit of backstory. I loved these books as a kid, but yeah. you and I both did. Um, I read them. I read all like all of them up to a certain point, and then um, uh, I, and for the longest time, me and my best friend were always like, "Oh, Brian Jacques," and then. It must have been YouTube because, you know, YouTube had come out by that time, I think. That would have been like 04 or so. That's when, not not to date ourselves, but yeah, we like we graduated high school in 05. Huh, and, maybe uh, you did. I graduated in 2005. Wait, I said that backwards. 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. But I think I had to, I don't know how else I would have found out his name's Jake's. I mean, there wasn't, yeah. there weren't like, like fucking seminars I could go we, to. We all grew up thinking his name was Jacques, mm-hmm. um, but it's not. Jake's fucking puddlians. Here's the thing. And uh, as you said, Gabriel, you've been reading the ebook for this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to the audiobooks. Yeah. And the interesting thing about these is that Brian Jakes himself was very involved with making the audiobooks. Besides cool. the fact that like he did the narration for all of them. Where did he find the time? But he essentially, yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. Um, oh, it's drugs. But essentially, yeah, cocaine. <laughs> um, but no, it, besides the fact that like he that he narrated each and every one of these books, there's only like so many books that actually didn't have these like these Brian Jakes uh, audiobooks for them. Mm-hmm. But like he also would help like cast some of the things he did full cast uh, 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 versions of this yeah. and including like would have like his like sons doing some of the voice work and everything like that he that's was, cool he was very very involved like he he, he really uh, and it's crazy thing about this I'll get to that I, I like to imagine that there was an era of like, like riffing on cocaine that there is a maximum <laughs> overdrive era at Brian Jake's where he's like check this out I'm gonna make this fucking book listen I got in this book it's gonna have fucking it's gonna be otters and they're coming out they're coming <laughs> out of the sea the one has a dream anyway Yes. I, this is what they this is what they sound like because I, I, I don't think I played any of it for you. So it's Brian Jake's narrating and it's a full cast. No major stars unless like I'm surprised, but I don't I don't uh, think so. Boo. Anyway. Stuff that we're now ace otters in the water, not just one. They began popping up in different places, taking turns at mocking the cat guards. Oh, I know, coffee whiskers! I'm over here! You don't want him, fresh brain! I'm the one you're looking for! Okay. That's fun. It's fun. And uh, you might have picked up something there that I'll bring up later. But Gabriel, yes, Daniel. I was talking for a while. Can you please relate to us mm-hmm. what the plot of High Lane is? So <laughs> as we were saying, every Redwall book is fairly formulaic. Yeah. This one is about a young otter maid. Her name is Tyria uh, Wildlove. Wildlove? Yeah. Why? Yes. <laughs> sure. Syria. Okay. And she is a Redwall inhabitant of Redwall Abbey, a kind of a sanctuary and abbey for woodland creatures in this woodland creature world. Mm-hmm. So, she at at Redwall, um, she is a, a formidable warrior, and she's the daughter of the skipper, who's like the otter sailing captain of Redwall. Yeah. And she would like to be the skipper, but you know, women can't be the skipper, which is a drag. Mm-hmm. Um, she and her friends um, uh, thwart some uh, some fucking random dirty rats and vermin. Dirty rats. The rats are the vermin. Rats. And all vermin is bad. Yes. And um, they're torturing a bird. And the bird, uh, they, they save the bird. Meanwhile, we find <laughs> out that um, across the sea, the great western sea, something like something that, like that <laughs> in a land called um, uh, the Green Isle, there is a wild cat kind of, there's a wild cat warlord mm-hmm. named Ferris... Bueller. <laughs> Ferris Bueller. Rigu yep. Fellas. Yes. So uh, he's a an asshole wildcat warlord who gets half of his face ripped off torturing a bird, yep. trying to make his two like little brat sons kill it. Yeah. And um, this was wildcat warlord slum, uh, kind of lords over a bunch of sl- enslaved otters. Mm-hmm. 
and um, there's one like like heroic one, like a, an outlaw who's. God, there's a lot What's of names. Thing? Yeah, there's a lot of names. Letho, Letho Shellhound. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, um, Letho is leading a resistance against um, uh, this evil cat, and at the same time, Tyria, um, basically in their dreams, gets visited by Martin the Warrior, mm-hmm. and she discovers that she is the High Rulane. She is the the rightful queen of this Green Isle. So she goes on an adventure with the help of these birds. Um, uh, the bird who um, uh, Fer- Ferris Bueller attacks, yes. um, escapes, we'll and it kind of comes together where Tyria goes to Salamandastron, the the long patrol home of the Badger King. Mm-hmm. He has a name. There's some Mandaral. There's, yeah, the- yeah. But basically, these stories intersect where eventually Tyria must help liberate her home country and take her rightful place as the, as the high ru- queen high ruling of the otters mm-hmm. and liberate them from Ferris Bueller and his shitty sons. Yes. Son. Son. Sons. After. No, he has two sons. Sons, but one doesn't last too long. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's it for that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, and honestly, in terms of describing what goes... Like, listeners, if you've read a Redwall book, guess how the story goes. You nailed it. Yeah, you can pretty much figure out what it is. Uh, like, and like, that's not a knock. I, I've said this before last time when we talked with Redwall, and you know, I don't want to get too far ahead about how we feel about it, because <laughs> we play a game, then we talk about our feelings. That's very true. But, um, but no, it... it yeah, like it, it is the same structure where like the, the villain does a villain thing over here. He's usually mm-hmm. torturing people like yeah. there, there's like some people who he's like oppressing or attacking. Mm-hmm. And then like the good guy is over here doing their like heroic quest about mm-hmm. destiny. And like they're often going on like a journey to kind of prove themselves to be a hero. And in sea story, there's always some kind of riddle and mystery involving Martin the warrior and dreams and prophecies yeah. where you have to uncover some of the strange secrets hidden inside Redwall. Yeah. And, and again, like the, one of the neat things about these books um, is that like, there's hardly repeating characters. Characters usually don't repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there like some characters have are appear, uh, appear in like two or three books out of yeah. twenty two, and uh, the only one that does is specifically uh, Martin the Warrior, mm-hmm. who I think like in like his uh, mo- his barest uh, mention like at some point like someone mentions like like a legendary warrior mouse of Redwall or something like that like yeah. not even name dropped or whatever so. So yeah, um, so nothing else I really want to add to the plot. So like, I think what we'll do is we'll go on break. Already? Yeah. Uh, wow. We're, we're going to go on break. We'll, Look at us. When we come back, we're going to do a game. Moving right along. And when we'll come back from the game, then we'll talk about our feelings and how we our like feelings. Hyrule. Hyrule. The book came out before Eulalia. Eulalia. Yeah. And so strap in, fuckers. Uh, cool. Let's, let's go on a break. When we come back, we'll do a game. See you guys in a minute. Go to break. Pop, pop. Hi everyone, dear listener, reader. What's going on? Too. Sorry, America's fastest center podcast. That's us. I'm Book. I'm Gabe. I am Daniel. Yeah, you are. I'm word. I'm Page on the word. I am Page on the word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gabriel, mm-hmm. you have a game for us. I do indeed. All right, Gabriel, can you tell us what fucking game you got? So, listeners, I decided that I'm here to teach all of you a lesson. I know there's a bunch of you out there being like, how hard can it be to make Daniel's patented game Gatekeeper? Okay. And I decided to do one of my own. I very, I've done a Gatekeeper once or twice before. Okay. But I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see 
that let's let's have Daniel be on the hot seat for once. All right. Because I'm presenting him with a gatekeeper, and we'll we'll see here. Because it's not easy to make these clues. It, you'd think it would be easy to fart them out, but no, you really have to think about what the person theoretically knows, and it can't make them too easy. Yeah. That said, do you mean we're playing? Gatekeeper! 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 Seasons! Yeah. Seasons wait! Seasons wait for your life! What's, what's the line? What? Seasons wait for your life? Oh, I have no idea. I've never I, known. I've been listening to that song since it came out, and like, I don't know the words. Yeah, I prefer Mush Boom. Uh, I, I like, uh, you know what? The, One Evening is my favorite song on that album, but. Here's the thing those are all covers except for Gatekeeper. One Evening is a cover? Um, I think so. We're talking about Leslie Feist's album, The. Let It Die. Here's, oh, so let it die. The question, Great I, album. the question I was going to mention is: Let it die a cover? Maybe. That's a good I'm pretty too. sure it was. Uh, it, it was every single song on that album was uh, was a thing. Yeah, we should be crediting her if that. Is she alive? Yeah, she's just been chilling out. She's just people will probably still use one, two, three, four for commercials. She's pimping out. She's still making that commercial money. I yeah. bet she's fine. From uh, a Oof. reminder. Yeah, the reminder? the reminder. The reminder. That was like oh six or something. Yeah, that was a long. That was, that was a long was, time That ago. was like two thousand seven. It was one of those two thousand seven months. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let it die. Two thousand four. The remainder. Two thousand seven. Mm. I don't think I've ever listened to Metals or Pleasure. Metals track one is amazing, and then I then I fall right asleep. <laughs> it's it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> anyway, Wait. we're playing. Oh. Okay. No, actually, these are less. Uh, these are way less uh, covers than I realized. Okay. Awesome. I actually didn't know that. I thought like. I thought this was a, a, a covers album. No, yeah, there's only there's only a few. Yeah, the first uh, five tracks are a re- no 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 lonely lonely is also original song. Oh, that's like, hmm. all right, that's something I do. There's a Gonzalez hit here. Oh my God, is it Jose? His name is Chili. Oh, I, who's Chili? That sounds very familiar. Chili Gonzalez. I feel like he's produced some shit or something. He's a Grammy Award winning Canadian. Oh. Canadian Gonzalez? Wasn't What's-His-Face Canadian, too? Is that like Speedy Gonzalez, except he's really into maple syrup? He is, like, really apologetic. Yeah, he likes except for when he's playing hockey. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Okay, anyway, <laughs> yeah. we're playing Gatekeeper, and so, as Daniel always explains, I'll try to explain it as well. Mm-hmm. I have an answer. Yes. It is a thing. It is a very, very specific thing, and I'm going to present Daniel with a series of gates, or basically hints or clues. Daniel will select the clues randomly, and he has a chance every gate to ask me to answer the question if he gets it right he wins Mm -hmm. if he doesn't want to answer he loses a point if he guesses wrong he loses another point yeah and if you want i'll count i'll I'll, I'll keep my please do so the goal is dan wants to try to get his high score possible i don't know what your high (laughs) score is well i I, i'm gonna try and beat your high score my high score is 20 out of 10 20 out of 10 i think i can do it yeah (laughs) okay it was pretty great okay gabriel hit the theme music all right daniel your theme your answer yeah. is, in honor of Hyrulane, a fictional cat. Okay. Daniel loves cats. Okay, okay. Okay, Daniel. Pick any number between 1 and 10. <sighs> now I'm tempted to... Uh, you know, I'll do lucky number 7. That's a, that's a, that's a game tradition at this point. Okay. okay. Um, uh, here we go. Here's your clue. This cat loves to fight... And loves to dance. Hmm. Daniel, do you want to take a random swing at that? There are a lot of fictional cats out there. Um, yeah. And also, really, again, listeners, any one of these gates, Daniel could click on it, and it could be the first one. Yes. Literally click on it. Or it could cursor. be none of them, and it would be a bummer. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the po- yeah, the, the, best, the best game, like... 
the worst uh, the, the worst case scenario is that someone guesses it right away or like the person just can't all. guess it at all so you need to hit somewhere in the middle yeah all right gabriel I it's think like a weird mind meld game I, i'm gonna i'm gonna move on to the next case so i'm gonna go down okay. to nine points Daniel's nine points you should add that noise in post here it is <laughs> daniel select another number between one and ten uh i'm gonna go for three three okay daniel gate three the cat was based on a cat the creator of this thing whatever this character appeared in mm-hmm. was based on a cat the creator owned a gray tabby cat named sprite hmm. okay you know i feel like again like this sounds this sounds uh so painfully um painful uh painfully painful so painfully painful or it's like uh yeah, like uh if you want to talk through your process daniel all right well I honestly like when you said that I'm gonna try I'm thinking aloud like like is this gonna be the cat from the cat's return uh oh I was thinking that that'd be fun mm-hmm. and like I'm and I think that cat was specifically came from like I think like uh, uh the the writer producer of Whisper of the Hearts mm. uh Hayao Miyazaki uh that cat who was just like a literal cat returned in the next one in like the, the the kind of like fantastical actiony comedy comedy uh story love that movie um the well, cat returns. I, I love whisper of the heart more but yeah whisper whisper of the hat is like a great movie it's with been, a capital a g and then like the cats return like the the quality of like the animation the storytelling like is, Completely is, down, different. is down a notch but like it's the funniest studio ghibli movie it's it's very very charming it, and like and if you accept the head canon it's so much better yeah i, I like okay so we're not, anyway. we're not here to talk about that yeah daniel do you want to make a guess or do you want to move on no i think i'm going to i think i'm going to guess another 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 one okay uh, daniel all right so go, down to eight. eight points daniel pick another gate uh, let's do number nine. Number nine. Okay. This cat, once famously wittily quipped to the strutting and vain main character, God must have a goofy sense of humor. What? <laughs> yeah. God must have a goofy sense of humor. Yes. <sighs> that he quips to the strutting and vain main character. Strutting in vain main character in this yeah, situation. You know what? The difficult thing is that it's I don't know what what medium this is. Like if it was yeah. like a film, like that would really help. But right now it's mm-hmm. like here's the thing: writers love cats. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so like, there's lots of like mm-hmm. writer, you know. And yeah. Daniel also at a cost of five points, you can ask me one yes or no question. Uh, yeah, but also. But you're I, already down to eight. Yeah, I do. And I, I know you know what? I'm fuck it. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna okay. Okay. Go down another point. Here's the sound effect. So I'm going down to seven. I'm at seven points. Okay, Dan. Uh, Gabriel, I will guess number five. Number five. Yeah. Okay. The creator once contributed to a rare and famous language textbook as a rare example of outside work. Say what? Say it again. <laughs> the creator once contributed to a rare and famous textbook for children in a rare outside work. What do you mean outside work? Oh, that's not part of the creation. Okay, yeah. So outside of this, he wrote, this person, Yes. He, wrote a, a textbook yes. for children. Mm-hmm. About language? Yes. 
Is this animal odd? <laughs> uh, I don't, I'm not asking. Um, the fuck is that? Alright. See, I thought these were all gonna be too easy. No, no, they never are. Keep in mind, like, uh, you know, if my mind isn't pointed a certain way, I won't be, you know, mm -hmm. I, I have huge blind spots. Um... Okay, so it sounds like here's the thing. I'm gonna assume that this is a book. Okay. I, I think I'll I think I'll need to. Okay. Because the idea that you said like the the person who who wrote the thing contributed to this this textbook, mm -hmm. which means that they write. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What would it be? I don't know. And if okay, the cat fights and dances. Fights and dances. It's based on a gray tabby. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the that the creator uh, owned. Yes. Um, inspired by. Inspired by. Let's say. Uh. Dances and fights. Dances and fights. Dances and fucking fights. Mm -hmm. How many cats love to dance and fight? Yes. Cats are often really lazy. They do not like to dance. Mm -hmm. They like to fight, though. Mm -hmm. They like to fight and they like to fuck. They do love to fuck. Yeah, sometimes, and their fighting is, their fucking is pretty much Bonus fighting. clue. Okay. This cat has a barbed penis. Ugh. <laughs> um, here, let me think about this. You know, I think, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna move on. Okay, okay. I'm down to six points? Six? Okay. Seven points? I think seven. Six. I get, this is gonna be my fourth, my fourth one, so I'm gonna okay. okay, sounds good. Uh, let's go to four. Number four. Okay. This is an interesting one, but I don't think it's gonna help you much. <laughs> this cat has so rarely said the main character's name that a false fun fact is that the cat has never said the name. Yeah, so there's, some, the there's, some stuff to, there's some stuff there to unpack. Okay, oh boy. How many fucking cat? how many goddamn fucking cats in literature and s stories are there? It's the cat in Dune. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a cat in uh, Dune. There's no cat in Dune. Okay. As far as I know, I don't know. Um, it's Oscar been. Isaac in Dune. Uh, it's a cool cat. How dare you? That's, that's, that's fucking uh, Leto. Um, don't know what that Lido? means. Lido? Lido? Lido Atreides? Oh, 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 oh. Luke Atreides. Oh, balls. I don't I fucking know. That's Paul. Well, I know. Whatever. Paul's a sit for us. Anyway. Um, uh, 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 you know what? I'm going to move on to the next one. Okay, so Daniel. Five points. Five points. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead. Pick one. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, let's see. Eight? Number eight. No, no. Fuck it. I'll go for ten. Number ten. Okay. Two of the biggest influences on this work were Windsor McKay's Little Nemo in Slumberland and Crazy Cat. Ugh, Jesus Christ. No, this is getting very annoying how much it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I feel like you're really pointing me in a direction, but honestly, I have no guesses. <laughs> mm. Um, th there's a cat, again, assuming this is literature, uh, and I'm trying, I'm trying, I can't, I can't point no, you, you can. anywhere. Um, you can't. Uh, so again, like I'm trying to think about literature, I'm trying to think of cats and literature. Yeah. There was a cat in Predane. Mm -hmm. There was, uh, there's, uh, famously the cat in Alice in Wonderland. There was, uh, the, the cat in Predane obviously doesn't dance. Mm -hmm. The cat, Leon, Leon, uh, the cat in, uh, 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 the Cheshire cat doesn't do any of those. Mm -hmm. Uh, what other famous cats are there? Um, let me think. Wait, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these, these... Okay, so it's based on a gray tabby. Yes. Named Sprite. Loves to... F I don't say fight and fuck, but fight, <laughs> fight and dance, right? Fight and dance. 
Never says the main character's name. If so, extremely rarely. Okay. Uh, what were the other? Were the, I'm sorry. Okay, so let's almost review these. Um, let's see here. Creator once um, contributed to a rare and famous language textbook for children in a rare outside thing. Okay. Um, cat loves to fight and dance. Um, the cat once quipped, God must have a goofy sense of humor to a vain strutting main character. Okay. And biggest influences were Little Nemo in Slumberland and Crazy Cat. All right, all right. This is Hobbs. <laughs> Daniel, it was Hobbs. This is Hobbs from Well Hobbs. done! All right, all right. <laughs> what gave it away? Oh, I, honestly, like, I'm not even well, too what, sure. What, what clicked for you? I'm not even too sure what actually. No, I, th- I was honestly just struggling to think of, like, what are the popular cats in the thing? And. Honestly, I, I was not thinking about Calvin and Hobbes until then. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like if I go back and think about like me saying aloud what I was saying, I'd be like, oh, that's where my mind went. Uh-huh. But like, I couldn't tell you what it is right now. But it's the idea that I think when you said like never says the character's name, I just thought like, oh, yeah, Hobbes never really... Yeah. He says, yeah, he doesn't say Calvin as much. Yeah, I think one of the only times he does is during, like, the cloning saga, where he, like, says, he's like, oh, all these Calvins. Yeah, yeah. And, and also... But he like, almost never... I, I'm pretty sure, like, like one of the fun facts found online is that it's not that he never says it, but it's so rare. Mm. Which makes sense. And uh, when you said... um, Yeah, no, and then, like, I was thinking that and when I was getting you to reread them, and I was like, yeah, I think it's Hobbes. And you said, like, he said the thing, like, God, God, yeah. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, Hobbes said that. All right. (laughs) Well done, Daniel. What were the other hints if you don't Let's do it. How many points did you have? Five? Five. Well done, Daniel. Yay, half right. Okay, so um, clue number one, this cat made its debut in 1985. Mm -hmm. That would have been a really... I was kind of like, that could have been a good that, one. That could have been a good one, to be honest. I think I yeah. knew that. I think I knew Calvin and Hobbes started in 1985. Yeah. Um, number two, the creator is American and from Ohio. Yeah, that wouldn't have helped. No? Okay, good. Well, I mean, like, kind of, but, like, not yeah. really. Okay. Here's one that I don't know, you might have seen on uh, AV Club. I wasn't sure if you would have, but Hamilton star David Diggs portrayed this character in an unofficial adaptation. Mm, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, it was a really cool thing. Yeah. A guy, like, recreated them. David Diggs put on, like, a fur coat, shirtless, kind of yeah. cool. Anyway, um, here's one that might have helped you. I don't know. It might have been really too vague. This is the last one you didn't guess. Number eight. The namesake of this character once famously said, The obligation of subjects to the sovereign is understood to last as long and no longer than the power lasteth by which he is able to protect them. Yeah, here's. The, yeah, I think that would have helped because I would have been like, what kind of philosophy nonsense is this? And then that would have like, done Oh, it. Hobbes. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah. You would have been like, it's Heathcliff. Was no, that, it's Garfield. Was that number 10? That was number eight. Okay. What was number? T- Did I guess number ten? Oh, you guessed number ten. Number ten was um Little Nemo and Slumberland and Crazy Cat. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well done, Daniel. I, also, I think I think it was the image of like Little Nemo that kind of set my mind mm-hmm. towards there, like the image. Of Started okay. ticking away. All right. No, that was fun. This is a game fun. This, yeah, is, this is a it's fun a great game, game and it's it really like um if you've been like why can't you fart one out? They're not easy. No. Yeah. Because um, you you want your you want your um opponent bless me <laughs> you want your opponent to win but you also don't want them to win too soon yeah and also like again like uh you've been doing like you've been doing very very well i think i've been getting lazy with them but like <laughs> but like again like i don't also want to overcompensate and be like yeah. it's super fucking obscure mm-hmm. uh you need to you need to guess the name of the fourth dune book you know yeah <laughs> um so no, it's not a, it's not an easy thing to do. But that's it. Great um, job, bro. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, that worked out very well. Gabriel, good game. <laughs> that's where we play Gatekeeper right now. Gatekeeper. We're gonna go to break. All right. When we come back. Fine. We're we're gonna t- what are we talking about? We're talking about books. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're talking, talking about, about Hyrule Lane. <laughs> I think that was uh, that was a loud pop. We'll we'll talk about yeah, that was I that. burp you pop. That was one of the rare pops you'll get from us. Pop pop. That's it. We're gonna go to break. Alright. Go to break. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. Dear leaders. 
dear leaders. Dear leaders. <laughs> We beg to you. We 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 play. We're not that drunk. And well, I'm a little drunk. I mean, I had this. I had this whole like little tiny glass of bourbon and everything. Yeah. Um. I I had a really nice wine that is really really excellent wine called Triana. Um. 2018. Um. Paso Robles. It is a California Paso Robles. Anyway, I'm a very very great cab, and it's. If I get a wine good enough, I'm not pounding it, mm. and I'm on my third glass because it's that good. And I'm drinking bourbon. Drinking fucking bourbon. <clears throat> Dear leaders, we mm-hmm. pledge to you. Didn't uh, Kim Jong-un get, like, sick or some shit? Did he? I think yeah. so. Was this it... year's news has been such a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah, like, the, this thing, which would have been, like, a major news, is like been, like, fuck, fucked over. <laughs> yeah, yeah who knows? Anyway, so this is a show about books. This is a show um, about reading. This is a show about literature. Yeah. Even stupid fucking animal stories like this. Absolutely. Thing. I'm still Gabe. I'm still Daniel. Yeah. All right. Gabriel, mm-hmm. this is the part of the thing where we talk about our feelings. Yes, indeed. Uh, Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. So do you, do you mind if I uh, if I go first talking about my... What? Actually, no. Uh, I don't want to go first. Uh, Gabriel. So no, yeah, why don't you want to go first? You read you read the ebook. I do. And I listen to the full cast audio. You sure do. They're unabridged the full cast? Yes. That's amazing. They're unabridged. Wow. I don't even, I don't they're not even like, like, like uh, adapted at all for, for the audio format. It is just the book, but just the full cast. Um, yeah. So, uh, let me, let me ask you first, Mm because again, this is a book that we haven't read. Mm -hmm. Um, and also this is like one, like the latter. Yeah. Uh, Redwall books. This is the fifth last one. Yeah. Daniel, do you recall what's the last Redwall book you read before starting this endeavor? Yeah. Uh, back in the day when I was reading this in like middle school, as mm-hmm. a kid, I believe one of the more recent books. Was it Marl Fox? I think it was Marl Fox, which I yeah. think was like 98. Yeah. We were like in eighth or ninth grade when that came out. Yeah. And also, like, I think when I look up Marl Fox after that, because I remember liking it. No, yeah, that was a couple a, years older. Yeah, you're right. I remember being, a, a, like, reading Marl Fox and being like, Marl Fox, I like it. And then mm-hmm. I looked that up and, I, like, apparently Marl Fox is not one of the more popular ones. Yeah. If I recall correctly, our ninth grade scholastic book fair was when I bought The Legend of Luke. And that's the last one I bought. Wow. Yeah, I think that might have been. Uh, and then I, I read Tagarong. Tagarong was the last one I read. Okay. And, um,. So yeah, like that—that that was the most recent one, and apparently it wasn't one of the strong ones. And also, oddly enough, Marl Fox is one of the very few of the Redwall books mm-hmm. that uh, that don't have a full cast reading. Oh, yeah. There, there's like four or five Redwall books that don't have a full cast read. Sure. And Gabriel, if you don't mind, uh, let me uh-huh. talk about this uh, this audiobook, right? Yeah, please do. Because I said last time where it's like the the full cast audiobooks are both really fucking fascinating, but can be kind of challenging. Okay. Because it's cool that I was like, who's this narrator? And I was like, oh, it's Brian Jakes. Cool. Yeah. Um, And like, you know, I, if you remember last time we were talking about Redwall, the villain Clooney, this evil rat, yeah, you know, Clooney just straight the up guy. He had like this French accent, the slurring, fr- like he actually sounded yeah. really different than I thought they were going to portray sure. him. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. How did Ferris Bueller sound in this one? Ferris Bueller, he sounded all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I also said some things like, for example, sometimes it was hard to sit through like when the sparrows talk and oh, yeah. like, the performances were great, but essentially it was like someone with a really high pitch voice screeching the words right into the mic. And like, like I'd be like it legit, like it wasn't mixed enough for that not to hurt your ears. I want to imagine it. It was Brian Jake's like in his garage on garage band being like, just come over to my garage. Yeah. Just record, it'd be cool. I, I swear. Uh, I put all these egg cartons on the walls. Actually. And I, I don't know if they did this for everyone. I couldn't tell this with the red wall one, but for this one, I think they recorded it all in the same room all together. Oh, that's cool. Like it was, it was like wow. essentially a live reading. What a long reading. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they did it, you know, in installments. I feel like they... They, they did it all 11 hours in a row. A full cast that 
that I feel like that could have warranted having an adaptation, having an abridgment. I, I don't, as far as I know, that that isn't the case. Like there was no actual like I don't think because it'll be like Brian Jake says, and so and so said, and then continue like like that would still be in there, you know? Okay. Um, interesting enough, and also again, like there are some really amazing moments. Like there are more songs in this one. Oh, I skip all the songs. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. In the audiobook, those are like with their, their, with like the company the, music. Yeah. With music. Wow. Multiple actors are singing them. They're actually a lot of fun. I have no idea what they're saying. Are they good songs? They're, they're fun. They're fine. They're characterful. Okay. You know, which I think is the whole purpose of them. Sure. You know, so like, so there's that. That said, this one I had a okay. hard time with. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember I said about the problem with like the screeching birds? Yes. There was a lot of that in this. Well, there are two birds in this one. There's yeah. The, there's the goose and there's the osprey. There's that. And I feel like also like, I think one of like the main character people like had a really screeching voice. There was a point, there was a point I feel like when there were multiple characters all talking to each other in a screeching voice and like it legit was hurting my ears. So I had to turn it down uh-huh. and then like Brian takes a comment and he'd be talking really slow and he'd be, be quiet, but also about talking and like, and I screeching and I'm talking really loud. And I'm like, what the... F- so like I got like two hours in and because I was listening to it like that, because unlike Redwall, yeah. Redwall, the characters, there were so many characters, right? But like the rabbit name was like Brian the Rabbit or something, <laughs> whatever it was, right? Yeah, I forget his name. Yeah, things like that. The snake was Asmodeus. Mm-hmm. There was Clooney the Scourge. Yeah, there you were know. a lot of names in this one. I was frequently like, who? Yeah, I, I mean, it makes sense. The first one was very simple. Mm-hmm. This one is the... 18th book yeah so like 18th book there are three concurrent storylines and then there's a whole there's like many locations there's the green isle there's salamandastron yeah and then there's uh the adventure then there's red wall and it's just yeah. a lot happening the glow sim and everything show up too but also like it's harder to follow when characters are no longer called brian the rabbit yeah it now it's like it's like floopity flammed these yeah all the, the otter, otters you know? there's a million otters yeah. they're all named and they all have similar names it's like starting to seem like there's like there's leather <laughs> there's Lotho, there's Lorgo, and I'm like, who? They're easy to mix up, and uh, I couldn't tell you what most of these characters' names. I knew who they were. There's like, there's the bad guy. The the, the book begins with the 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 uh, wildcat. Rigu Fellis, the wildcat warlord yeah. of Green Isles. Yeah. Uh, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Um, his who, sons, Jifra and Pichu. So in the beginning, like his, his sons were, take, were taking down me. like a hawk or something. Yeah. Was it a hawk? An osprey. Osprey. Which I is a hawk. a hawk, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was hanging a hawk and the dad goes like, ah, they're a bunch of pussies. I'm going to get them. <laughs> and he tags them and he gets his <laughs> face. Daniel means cats. He gets his face fucking ripped Rip, off. Half his face is ripped off. So like, and like, I could tell what was going on with like, they're all of a sudden there's, there's, there's rats and everything like that. But I ha- I could not get through it. I gave the fuck up. Really? I did not. I knew. I no longer like these full cast readings. Interesting. And here's the other thing. I thought they would get tiring. They they got very tiring. Yeah. Like and also on top of this, like here's the thing. You you ask the question, like, hey, how do you find the time to do this? And it's like, oh, I feel that after recording ten. 10 hour books. I don't know how many that he had done up until when this came out. Yeah. But like, it felt like he'd been doing this for a while and like they got into a rhythm and they were just kind of blowing through it. Sure. And also, I don't know if you realize this, when I played that clip, mm-hmm. could you understand what they were saying? Not even, well, I understood Brian Jakes, but then the, the female voice came in and I didn't understand a lick of it. Yeah. Like the, the accents are a little thicker. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're like, they're kind of like blowing through it quicker. Yeah. So like, I had a hard time with this and it kind of, and like two hours in, I looked at the wiki to see, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I got it. But, like, again, 
I couldn't tell you how many otters there were. Yeah. Oh I, my god. I know. Yeah, Daniel, here, here's a character list. Take a look. Yeah. It's there. This is more of like a, like a you're reading like a like a fantasy story and like there's a lot of fantasy names. Uh, which I think is always a, which is rarely a good idea in a fantasy book. If you're making up a bunch of fucking names, it's yeah. it's tricky. Also, also, again, like it is the 18th book, so yeah, they're no longer called Brian the Rabbit. Now it's Abbas Ly- Lycian. Lycian. There's Lycian. also Brinty. Brinty. Brinty the mouse who Brinty gets mouse fucking who murdered. Gets murdered. <laughs> he gets iced. Yeah, he does. A, a Tunra. A Tunra who is the Pine Martin. As I'm a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Advisor to Ferris Bueller. Uh, there, there's the uh, the Osprey in the, from the beginning who gets murdered later. What's on. his name again? Pal- Pandian Pike Talon. Palutina. Pike Pick Talon. Palutina Icarus. Your uh, your main. Brantalis Skyfuro. Scorecat Yund. I wish that actually Scorecat. Oh least yeah, Scorecat. I, li- I remember Scorecat. Was a cat. Yeah. So Gabe, I Scorecat gave up. Yund was Petru's like lieutenant. Uh, so I gave up on this one. Uh, well, you didn't you didn't finish the book? No. Oh and, Jesus! And not only that, I was like. I'm good. Why did you stop me? You saw me reading that book for hours this morning. I could have been playing Mario Maker. Cause that would—that's like uh, not the purpose of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a surprise. All right, fair um, enough. So like that's so that's the thing, right? Okay. So Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. But that's it. I, I, I've been talking for a while, and I'll talk. Welcome about... to Slow Readers, where Daniel suckers me into speed reading a whole book. I didn't suck you into it. You suckered me in. Gabriel, yes, how Daniel. did you like reading the book? Also, so, you're here. You're reading for your own experience too. That's so, you true. Know. So. Boy, it really reminds me. Reading Red Bull One was a wonderful return. Well, it was yeah. it was cool. Let's come back to come back into it, and I was kind of really excited to read one of the later books because I'd given up on them obviously because I was like, I'm a grown man. I read fucking Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I'm I how old is I? I'm reading Kurt Vonnegut. So it's been fun reading these reading a new one. It's really cool. Mm. So this time around, I, what I really wanted to do was I I, I knew. And from from a teenager, I knew these were formulaic, and that was never. I guess when I was a kid, that became a problem because you know when you're a teenager and you're like me and like you want to be a writer, you start looking for things that aren't so formulaic. You get into experimental art, and so I shunned these books for that exact purpose. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm a grown ass man, I'm I'm 32. I'm still writing. I'm finding a lot more comfort in the strengths of structure and how it's easy, like in a, in an oddly more cynical way, how easy it is to manipulate an audience into loving your characters because you followed really, really obvious tried and true techniques. Mm-hmm. For example, um, it's, it's so efficiently done. And this, what I'm saying is what I appreciate this time around was how fucking silky smooth the structure is. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, but the example I'm making is that, uh, you set up, Rule of three, you set up one. Tyria is really good at a sling. She fucking nails the one dude. She fights the rats from the top of the thing. She's like sniper level good. Mm-hmm. And then number two, they meet the Guosim, and she does. Like, she she politely and like, quietly destroys at a William Tell sling archer match, and she like kills it. And you're like, oh, she's super good. And then you have a whole kind of fucking like she gets a new weapon from the Badger King. And then the at the beginning of the book, she removes like a barbed spike, or like some kind of like a some kind of like spiked ball out of uh, the osprey's mouth. And at the at the the climax of the whole story is she's the high lane now. She has her armor. She has her tiara. She's finally coming together to her her destiny. And from like a like a very very long distance, she uses the ball that Ferris Bueller used to hurt the Osprey, she slings him 
from a million miles away in the fucking face. Um, Brian Jakes brutally describes this spiked ball like lodging between Ferris Bueller's eyes splattering his head and yeah. I'm like oh my god this is so violent yeah. but despite myself I got, I was like like I got hyped I, I had a hint of chill being like fuck yeah what a great moment so I'm I'm impressed by like by how smoothly and how efficiently he does this mm-hmm. that this is that uh, um that you like these characters, you want them to succeed, and what I find extra cool about this specific one, again, I, I stopped reading after Legend of Luke and Tagarung, that I, I wish you'd stuck around a little more for it, Daniel, because... I, I, um, I can't start, in case you're going to tell, the audiobook was painful to listen to. Yeah, no, it, it literally hurt your ears. Like, it, it was literally hurting my ears, and, like, because of, like, the volume, because it was mixed poorly, like, mm-hmm. I, I had no idea what... Because, like, Brian Jakes was talking to you softly, and the characters were all screeching into my ear, and I was yeah. like, I don't know what's going on. Like, uh, yeah, sorry. Um, I think what's cool... Like, so this was... What year was this again, Daniel? 2005. Um, what year did the Game of Thrones books come out? Uh, mainly in the 90s. So uh, I, what I wish you stuck around for was... I mean, he's always, he's always... Despite the fact that the vermin are always vermin. If you're vermin, you're bad. You're yeah. a monster. Um, his... He has this entire, I, I felt, kind of Game of Thronesian secession, um, a succession, like very compelling story of um, Ferris Bueller and his two sons. The the asshole one. Like, there's a really subtle moment where uh, Ferris Bueller is like, "Keep an eye out for my mean son. I'm actually like, you gotta watch out for him because he he's the dangerous one. Maybe I should kill him." I think I got to that part. Yeah, and. I, I I will admit, I very sped read through all the red wall puzzle segments. I'm like, I don't I don't care. They, that shit's always the least. They, interesting. they they get they get the tiara, they get the spear, well, whatever. Um, in 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 red wall, uh, the like the, the bits when like uh Mathias was like mm-hmm. doing like his Indiana Jones thing and like yeah. the, and like the Abbey and shit. Like that was the most boring parts. Yeah, yeah it, it didn't do that much for me, and it never has. Yeah, it never really has. So. I sped read through all that, but coming to the drama in the Green Isle Castle between um, Ferris Bueller, his wife, who's like, you let one of my sons die? I will kill you, and you will protect my son. And the bad son, Peter, is actually the one who let his little brother die, his older brother, actually. Mm -hmm. He kills him. He drowns him on purpose. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is some dark-ass Game of Thrones shit. This is really brutal. This is some weird political intrigue, cutthroat murder love stuff. Wasn't that, isn't that also just well trod territory with Brian Jakes? Like, I bet. He's, I think he's he always very that. good about writing the vermin. Wasn't that the thing with like Marl Fox? Where, like, I mean, don't I don't remember Marl Fox. I read it, I don't remember it. Even in a sense, like even like, like even Redwall had that kind of thing where it's like the bad guys are constantly in like a different yeah, kind of way. Like kind of everything. like. They're like they're the opposite. They're like they're basically nobodies who are like clawing over each other to get to the top, mm-hmm. and then when they get to the top, they're immediately killed. Yeah, but like, I, but like, but I, I particularly marveled at it this time because I was I, like his his villain writing is extremely compelling. The villain writing is yeah, his the villain writing stuff is always kind of fun. Like uh, usually, I've always said before, like in terms of um, and I probably said this when we started talking about Prudane. Uh, some of my one of my least favorite character uh, tropes is uh, boy hero. Yeah. And like essentially every single this main character hero. of anyone is that this is a slight variation of boy hero. This is 
girl hero mm-hmm. who is told in a dream, hey, you're the hero. Yeah. Um. So, like, that's always my, my the least interesting. And also, yeah, a lot of what you said about, how, like, how you find comfort in, like, story structure and everything and, and this, like, I'm kind of the opposite where it's like, I'll look at this and I'll be like, yeah, you told all this before, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's like, and don't get me wrong, like, some, like, I, I do, uh, we're not stopping the Redwall thing. I definitely want to do read Muriel, but I'm yeah. going to read that like an ebook. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Cause like I, I, I want to get into it and I think I'm also, I want to really enjoy this. Uh, my, the reason why, like I stopped reading this and I'm like, I'm done because I want to point out my frustration sure. at the fucking audiobook uh-huh. because this is the only audiobook that is available right now, at least through hmm. audible.com. I see. Um, I know, uh, Redwall had both the audiobooks, uh, the full cast reading and like a straight, like a regular audiobook. Yeah. Uh-huh. This one was just this. That's interesting. So I, I bought this through my audible subscription and I fucking hated it. That's <laughs> bad so yeah can you return it uh oh yeah i'm gonna return this actually mm-hmm. i don't know audible i don't know if you're paying, audible is changing up a thing where like now like your subscription will get like a lot of like free books essentially oh, that's cool yeah like a, there's like a lot of like classic books too and everything sure. um, that's another discussion because i actually i don't know what it is <laughs> but yeah uh but mm-hmm. gabriel yeah so like and I'm, i think that's interesting what you just said so um like really i'm i'm i enjoy I, I may, maybe my standards have changed. I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, but host of AP Film by Film School Professionals, mm-hmm. Katie Kometz, she and I occasionally bounce ideas off each other for scripts. And Katie is 22, and she is still at that phase, I think, that when you are an aspiring creator, you're still feeling out what art makes sense to you. And for me, anyway, that um, I... I I went through all of fucking film school being like, I fuck your structure. Fuck your Sid field. I don't care about that. I want to write movies like one car. Why? I want to tell um, like asymmetrical stories where nothing happens. And then you get a little older and then you decide maybe I should learn to structure stuff. Mm-hmm. And then now and again, you find a director or a writer like Edgar Wright, who at his top does everything the big the box office movies do and everything that the independent people do and it's a perfect package mm. and you aspire for that and you start to find what's really amazing about but being able to tell a compelling story within the confines of conrad conrad no fucking uh here of a thousand faces uh, Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, the Campbell's um Campbell's whole hero thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, I I am marveling at the craftsmanship of something like this. This is book eighteen, you said? This is yeah, the eighteenth book. Like like to have achieved eighteen like remakes of the same thing while keeping it charming, likable, with enough flair to make you remember this one. I mm-hmm. really like Ferris Bueller. And his whole succession thing. And I like Tyria's journey. Like, really, I didn't expect this thing to give me even a hint of a goosebump. But mm-hmm. I still felt it. It's like like writing a pop song. Mm-hmm. That a great pop song manages to be high mm-hmm. art and also touch you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I don't want to say that also reading this, I was just like, like, uh, like, and again, like, obviously my experience with just like discovering the story was marred um <laughs> totally like so marred fox mar it was marred fucked yeah uh so like and again like i felt like this when i was reading Redwall, where it's like this is charming i'm not terribly interested but i you know i also know what happens in this in this yeah. already no i mean i don't don't get me wrong i don't love this book 
I was just pleasantly surprised. You were by just it. pleasantly. You were pleasantly entertained. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And for me, and it's like I, I was looking forward to that, and unfortunately, I didn't get this with the way that I was trying to get into it. Sure. So I want to. So like I'm, and I did. I do not want to say that. Uh, like you know, let's stop doing this because I fucking hate those audio, those fucking full cast readings. Yeah. Because I definitely want to do next time we're doing, uh, Mario. Mariel of Redwall. Mariel. Mariel of uh, of, of Mariel Hemingway of Redwall. Of Redwall, yeah. Every time you look you look up Mariel, it always comes up Mariel Hemingway first. Sure it does. Which is weird. I don't know. What did she write? She wrote it like a memoir or something like that. Did she? I think so. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, I don't did know. you ever listen to the uh, How is not, not How is Get Made? The you, um, you must remember this. Yeah, the, like, I the did kind indeed. of thing about the two uh, Hemingway sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Those. Uh, Mary, yeah. yeah fucking... Margot had a kitty cat face. Good job. Uh, <laughs> so, Gabriel, uh, Poor Margo. One, one little thing we like to do. It's a little thing called, hey. Well, final thoughts first, then hazy memories. Well, this was a, that was our final thoughts. That was? Okay. Yeah. Oh, remember when we were just like, so, and you you made a very final statement? Oh, okay. Just checking. Was, was that it? Do, Cause, do cause you want to say something else? Last week, you were like, oh, we keep forgetting to do final thoughts. Yeah, but technically us, well, the thing is that kind of is repurposed into us talking about Oh, well, feelings. fine. God damn it. Uh, so, Hazy Memories. Okay. Uh, brought to us by uh, Shawnee B. Horny of the Poop Around podcast. Exactly. Everyone, please, if you have a time, check out the Whip Around podcast Poop every Whip Around Wednesday. It's a Whip Around with Poop. one word. Poop. The poop around. Um, uh, it is hosted by Sean B. Hayes and Dr. Philip Laporta, where they talk about all things weird, news, macabre, and science. They're a great time. They're very good friends of ours. Phil recently guested on our show. So give them a check out. Give them a review. They are rad. Mm-hmm. Gabriel, years from now, when mm-hmm. you remember having read book 18 of the ongoing... <laughs> get it? Um, I don't. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> what? It's a <laughs> the uh, the the uh, ended Redwall series ended mm-hmm. because he's fucking dead. Fucking dead. Uh, Gabriel, if you remember reading, rest in peace, Brian. High Relane. High Relane. High Relane. What will what will be the first thing that comes to your head? The, space. Well, it's, it's too bad you don't remember anything about the rabbit guy. The fucking uh, what was his name? His name was a uh, Cuthbert Blaindale Frunk. Old blood and guts. Okay, <laughs> you'd love that character. Okay. He's he's um he is a insane hare, formerly of the Long Patrol, who was known as a ballistically good fighter. And then when his poor innocent daughter was murdered by vermin, he just snapped and now has multiple personalities. And all he wants is to die a good death. Mm-hmm. So he takes on multiple personalities. He fucks some crazy shit up. And maybe the craziest death of the book, besides the magic starts, the brain, is he bum rushes Pichu. He's just there's like there's already a spear through him. He hugs him, so the spear goes through Pichu. Uh-huh. They and he drags four other corpses with him. He falls off a fucking cliff and he breaks Pichu's back. They land in the water and he's still not dead. And then um fucking Cuthbert manages to kill the sea monster by stabbing it many times. Then he drowns and dies. Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Rasputin shit. That is. But besides that, uh, my actual like that and uh, that the moment the the climax where Tyria manages to kill Ferris Bueller. Is like, that the that, climax? I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Because it's when she kills the main bad guy. When you look at the Wikipedia, like I feel like out of five paragraphs, I feel like that's described in paragraph three. Yeah, it's a very right? quick description in Wikipedia. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much well, it. And they like, it's, they it's gloss just... over like all like the little like between A and A and B, like all like the little A one A two. Yeah, you know, they cut out a little. I mean, so. these books aren't not overwritten. 
but it's a great, it's a great, exciting fucking hero moment uh-huh. where she, where the, the number one sling sniper manages to whip the weapon back, the cruel weapon back at the cruel guy and blat his brain and everyone's like, fuck! Oh shit, his heart oh, just shit! exploded! Yeah, so that's a great moment. Yeah. Daniel, in the brief two hours <laughs> you had with this book, do you have any hazy memories? Will you have Honestly, any? Honestly, I, I do really like the way it began. Like, I mean, this is like a solid, because it was one of those things, you're worried about coming into book 18 and then kind of finding that he's either just like kind of like coasting or he's phoning it in entirely and said like no it's like this fucking thing also i don't i don't know if i've ever read any of these book with uh, any of the other books that had wildcats in them there, um, are, there are frequent vermin rays quote unquote. yeah the most famous one is book two moss flower yeah i, I don't know if i read moss i feel like i yeah. did though sarmina the wildcat queen great villain yeah uh so like yeah like no it was like a solid actual beginning i was like oh fucking cool and like right away like the fucking warlord dad like gets his face, face ripped fucking off. ripped off uh after like they like uh the sons lay a trap that like with like a spike trap that has like like a, a spike is like piercing through the osprey's like beak or whatever yeah. like it's real fucking grisly and it's like you're always just like jesus christ this is thought, a violent i thought you're gonna get boring yeah no <laughs> um, it gets even more violent but I don't know, and also just like the idea again, like as you said, like you really liked Ferris Bueller's kind of like his thing, his story, and I was like, yeah, yeah. no, I, I found it super fucking interesting. Like what, what, it, what great setup that um, I you want to root for him in a weird way that you have the half-faced evil leader, mm-hmm. but also you sympathize with them because he has two bumbling sons, mm-hmm. one of which is a coward, the other which is an asshole. So you're rooting for for Ferris to kill his own son and ignore his own wife. And I'm like, why am I rooting for you? Oh, cool. <laughs> I got manipulated like a good storyteller does. Yeah. So like, no, yeah. I mean, like, look, uh, it sounds good. Tight. I just, I, I want a fucking regular audiobook book. Yeah. Thing, right? or, and or again, or how about this? I'm not going to check out any of the other full cast readings because mm-hmm. I hate them. Yeah. They, they, get, they deserve to get punched in the dick. Punch in the weenie. Gabriel. Yeah, Daniel. So let's shove this book aside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's discuss what's going on next. Uh, yeah, Muriel. Are we going jumping straight to it? Should we do a short story first? Yeah, what short story? Do you have a short well, story? Well, I was thinking that we would do maybe um, uh, I'll pick a chapter out of Down and Out in Paris and London by George Orwell. Sure. Yeah, I pick one of the random ones in there. It's a very short book. We could probably just fart through the whole thing. All right, all right. you want to do that? Yeah, I have a copy if you want to. Well, I have to read it too, but. Yeah, well, it's just, it's just a chapter, right? Yeah, I'll, right. let me, we'll check how long the book is. I can find one chapter that's great. All right, so we're going to read a chapter from that book by George Orwell. From Down and Out in Paris and London by George Orwell. Down and Out. Yeah. Uh, cool. So we'll do that next time. And uh, then the one after that, we'll do Mariel. And then after Mariel, we'll see if we're going to continue or possibly jump to another, another fantasy sci- series. sci-fi series. Because Daniel, um, well, this is part of a plug. But the young ladies of AP Film by Film uh-huh. School Professionals, a excellent new podcast about film and I've analysis. Heard of it. Um, they are um, Katie Kometz and Malo Morones, who both have um, alliterative names. So I just realized when they said it mm. on their latest episode that uh, they have an obsession with the Percy Jackson series by Rick Reardon. No. No, <laughs> the book is supposed to be very good. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. But I tell you what, that's fine. But like, I was thinking that maybe we have the girls on for a couple episodes, one at a time, and then together. I think there's only three books, maybe four. No, there's more. How many? There's there's like a bunch. Jesus. Yeah, no, it was a popular YA uh, series or whatever. All right. Well, um, I'm very curious to try it out. Maybe that might be an option. Let's throw that in the hat. Yeah. 
Uh, Gabriel, uh, in the meantime, do us a favor and plug, speaking of AP Film. Yeah. One more time, guys. Please check out AP Film by Film School Professionals. It is a film podcast about, uh, well, it features Katie Kometz and Malo Morones, two young women who were in and were in Villanova University who were not allowed to go to film school, so they made their own film school curriculum. Yeah, they wanted to, and someone was like, no. Can't do it there, kids. You gotta go be programmers. Uh Uh-huh. So I think Milo's going to NYU actually soon, so that's cool. But uh, they um, have syllabi. They make they list films to watch and they discuss them. It's a very very good time. They're very funny. They are they are way more antagonistic to each other than you and I are. I think it's very funny. All right, it's a great time. So please check them out. Give them give them a review on Apple Podcasts because we want their show to be a reaction success. It should be a good time. Um, besides that, self-evident Asian America story season two has officially started. It's an amazing podcast with Asian American experience. I contributed to season one, the talk we were supposed to have, episode three. Um, that is my own story about my life. It is. I'm I'm very proud of it. I think it was great. It's featured in both San Francisco Public Radio and also AV Club. And lastly, please check me out on Instagram at Reed.Richards. Co-host Daniel, what about you? Uh, first off, it's a pentology, so five books. Oh, five Percy Jacksons. Yeah. Uh, by by Rarden. Apparently, the fans call him Uncle Rick. Fucking weird. Fucking perverts. Jesus Christ. That's right, y'all are perverts. Uh, that said, you can f- buy my fiction anywhere you get your ebooks, or you can get the physical copies on Amazon. They are A Cook in the Kingdom <laughs> and The Shadow from the Deep. Woo. Also, I assisted on one of the most recent uh, Wondery shows. Yeah. Um, uh, Guru, The Dark Side of Enlightenment, which all, I think was it, like including the bonus episodes, eight episodes, are available to check out right now anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, check boy. it out. Uh, I helped, uh, and it was it was fucking get so interesting to, to get into that. I'm working on another two shows right now that are coming out. Uh, the first one will be coming out in November. I can't talk about it yet, obviously, but mm. check it out, guys. Keep an eye out or ear out or ear out. No, yeah, keep your ear out. Now the whiskey is gone. <laughs> uh, I have no more basilisks to talk about now. That's fine. <laughs> so I dig it. See you guys next week for a little bit of George Orwell. Goodbye. Peace. Peace out. Till next time, I'm going to say. Saying goodbye sounds so fucking Good weird. Lord. Top Gallant Radio. Brought to you by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabe Mara.